Skymates. I am so happy to be back here. I feel honestly full of gratitude. I just wrapped up the first leg of my 2019 Know the Zodiac Astro Workshop Tour. I spent many hours in the cities of Atlanta, Washington, D.C., New York City, Oakland, California, and Los Angeles with incredible spiritually aligned souls who were curious to know more about themselves, their birth charts and astrology as both the science and form of spirituality and philosophy. And there are so many of us out here. It's it's a blessing to have met so many of you in person. And I, I thank you all for taking the time to come and support me and to really just dive into the more existential side of life. And I also really appreciate everyone who's been supporting in other means through following the pages, listening to this podcast, and, you know, reading my work. Being vulnerable is something that comes easily to me in work and astrology, because I feel like in a way I feel safe when I'm writing about the stars and the relationship that the planets are having with each other. It's It helps ground me to look above and understand it's all interconnected. I'm working on being vulnerable in all my relationships. And even, you know, this podcast <laughs> is a way for me to practice that. And so are my live workshops and tours. So putting ourselves out there is a huge theme for this final year of the decade. And I shared a lot of that in my events. I, I'm also coming to Europe and having tours in in Africa later this year. So stay tuned because I may be coming to your city in the next few months. But I also want you to know that even though the evolution that we're currently going through may seem intense, you can use yourself as your own compass and you can redirect yourself at any point. So at this moment, we are at the midpoint of the year, you know, Gemini season, there's the solstice coming up and uh, it's going to be a powerful time to continue to think about where we've come these past six months, how much we've evolved, what we still have to learn, what cycles are repeating. It's currently retrograde season, so a lot of lessons have to be learned in order for us to grow. And uh, I think it's just a perfect time to check in with ourselves and also envision where we will be six months from now at the end of 2019, right at the brink of 2020. So if you listen to last episode, I talked about the 2020 ascension and a lot of you have picked up on this energy, especially when I was on tour. So many people were giving testimony to the transit's influences on their lives. Saturn is currently in Capricorn. Pluto is also in Capricorn. And these planets, you know, Saturn is a planet of challenge and Pluto is a planet of transformation. So this underlying energy is telling humanity that we need to 
kind of rebuild our foundation. And then we have Jupiter in Sagittarius that wants joy and love and luck and adventure and exploration and education, which really means to draw out. The word educate means to draw out. So Jupiter in Sagittarius wants to draw out the best in us and it's expanding so much in our lives. So many of our intentions are manifesting but we have to be very clear about what we want. That's the thing about Jupiter. So this is a good time for us to check in with ourselves and align ourselves with our why. And I feel a lot of feels and I can't feel these on my own. I had to have my right hand, India. She um, is so instrumental to know the Zodiac and not only does she produce this podcast, Electric Butter, her production company, her and Jay produce incredible podcasts. So all of you who have had incredible podcast ideas booming in your head, this is the time to connect with an incredible podcast producer who will ask you about that idea and then help you make it come true. And it will feel so easeful you'll be like wow that was easy yeah so that's definitely my I really recommend if you're looking for podcast producers to hit up electric butter um but yes she she not only does that but she also has studied and understood astrology along with me as I shared my passion with her she also you know that's true friendship like being passionate about your friend's passion and so not only supporting them but learning along with them so she writes the weekly horoscopes for know the zodiac and it's amazing to have evolved in friendship with someone who's so spiritually aligned so i'm really really grateful for her existence um and uh she also hosted the final stop on the tour in Los Angeles, this first leg, in her beautiful artist lost her and Jay's artist loft. So, so much gratitude. She's here with me right now. We're actually in their incredible artist loft, which I'm telling you has the best energy. Everybody who came in this, if you're listening to this right now, you know I'm shouting you out. Your energy is lit. Everybody on tour's energy was lit. Like we were vibing so high. Ah, oh, so thank you, thank you, thank you. But yes, without further ado, my best friend, the incredible India. Hello, hi, Dose. Oh my God, you're gonna make me cry over here. I'm just like, dang. I'm just like, <sighs> I love you. It's love really, you. we really have evolved so much. I'm just thinking about, I'm thinking about freshman time. Oh my God. Freshman year. Just you were so joyful, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm so anxious." Like she's fun and cool. Like, and astrology was so much a part of that joy I could feel, and so mm. that for sure for me made me curious. Like, okay, what is this vibration right here? How I want to hop on that. <laughs> yeah. The event here was so magical. Everyone who came just brought a special, necessary piece of... It was just so lovely. It was. I'm still vibing. How do you feel right now? Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Jupiter and Sagittarius. um, Jupiter retrograde right now. Mm -hmm. 
it's so much um it's so much reprogramming which yeah i want to shout out mariam hasna Mm -hmm. i believe yes Yes. i heard her talk on the friend zone podcast and it was just incredibly eye-opening for me i'm like this is what i'm doing right now i'm reprogramming my responses to emotional triggers that may have been set when i was younger or Mm -hmm. just not as self-realized or self-aware and replacing habits that come from fear with new ones that come from a place of confidence and love and excited joy oh my goodness a word (laughs) a word yeah (laughs) yeah wow i have to listen to that podcast i i already really enjoy mariam's work i i follow her on instagram and Yes, I think this I love that. This necessity of realizing that our subconscious mind absorbs things at such a young age that is a way programming our decisions unconsciously often and that we do have the ability to reprogram, but it takes intention and it does take action and courage and just the conversations that we've had this weekend like I'm in awe already I just want you to know because India has a Capricorn rising a Scorpio moon and a Sagittarius sun so she she does so much incredible transmission work and like healing always thank you and she's you. always Ooh. focused on more and I love it but like I have to remind her that she's honestly really out here doing the spiritual work um which thank is why you. her horoscopes like the weeklies are always on point the know the zodiac weeklies because she's in tune with herself and uh i i i do think that when you were talking about like you were just speaking truth about not about boundaries like you were saying really powerful things about how you took action for boundaries and also when you were saying how important it is to allow yourself to feel angry though oh yes um because it's retrograde season right now um we have jupiter that's retrograde saturn the planet of challenge is retrograde pluto the planet of transformation and rebirth is also retrograde and retrogrades are very normal cosmic cycles that happen throughout the year uh, but when multiple planets are retrograde it emphasizes often areas of your past that are showing up in new ways and that there are lessons that need to be learned from them um and i definitely have been feeling that a lot retrograde season really started in april and we're going to feel the height of it through uh about october and then uranus and neptune are also going to go retrograde in the upcoming months and so there's nothing to fear at all it's actually something to observe and be curious about but I think what I've done, especially with my Virgo moon and Scorpio sun and Scorpio rising and Mercury and Scorpio and Pluto and Scorpio (laughs) (laughs) is I've over, I've over analyzed and I've um, over tried to like overcome and heal. And I just haven't necessarily allowed myself to fully admit if something made me angry from like when I was younger, my childhood, anything, my upbringing, or just, yeah, patterns of behaviors through being a human on earth. And so allowing myself to be angry about certain experiences without trying to rationalize things or or calm down my amount of anger or like balance it out with compassion. I like to do all that. My <laughs> Mars and Cancer is like, okay, but was it really that bad? Or like from this perspective, but like you were like, 
You have to let, well, you, you, you tell me what you were like, tell it again, because we all need to hear it. Go ahead. If, if that anger is still present, if it's still presently coming up in a way that it's taking up space and using up your energy that could be put towards something else, then there's some part of it that can be worked through. It can be transformed. Like if, if the response is always, oh, well, this is just what this relationship is. Let me step into this role because I'm always expected to be okay with this one thing. But inside you're burning up with rage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And if it's about an old thing, it's you're probably mad about an old thing because a new thing is a part of a pattern connected to that. Yes. So that anger is so important because it can can point you right to what you need to change. And yes. it's really oh scary. God, yes. It's super scary because <laughs> not everyone is cool with switching up those roles. <laughs> like, wow. And it takes it takes I think some patience and maybe some grace and I don't know. Maybe not everyone can move into that particular next vibration for the moment. Yeah, yeah. For the moment, everybody is on their own, you know, journey of evolution. That's so yeah. deep. That and that's very true because. We can't project our awakenings or realizations. We can express them. Yeah. So because it's Gemini season, about to be Cancer season, two back to backs. Like I completely agree. Everything you, everything you said, it really has been speaking to what I feel is necessary to allow myself to feel fully anger, and then understand that it's pointing to something a trigger something that needs to be seen something that needs to be felt and then it's up to me to decide after i've allowed myself to feel it i can decide what i'm going to do next but to block out the anger or not allow myself or to try to transmute it immediately does not necessarily benefit me or my healing process Mm -hmm. and so gemini season has been teaching me to be more communicative but actually I'm realizing that I'm still playing it safe and deciding who I communicate with. Like I can talk to you about these things, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> I, uh, but I don't actually have the. But then I've allowed my boundaries. So that's not, this is so Gemini season right now because I see all the possibilities. Which is maybe there is a part of me that, if I feel anger, a part of me still feels like productively maybe expressing that could also be beneficial to to whoever I feel anger towards or whatever I feel anger towards. But yes. then another part understands sometimes the boundaries of not even giving the person or the situation that energy. Yeah. But then I'm still feeling the energy. Mm-hmm. So I guess the question is what to do once you feel the anger and you've allowed yourself to feel it. And if it's not very constructive to you, are there tools? I guess this is still my Virgo moon trying to contain my anger. Mm-hmm. But what are your thoughts for people whose anger is so profound that maybe they don't feel safe or they don't feel like they know how to release it healthily? Um, there have been times where I've felt that there wasn't any space for my anger. And that's an insanely <laughs> pressure building feeling that I know so many of us feel mm-hmm. all the time. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny because it's like you kind of, I'm trying to think of the right words because I don't want to say the word. <laughs> um, I feel like you have to say uh, the mind word. Mindfuck? Yes. Okay. Yes. A mindfuck? Of course. Of um, course. It is a mindfuck. Yeah. It really is a mindfuck. 
it can feel like such a training in place that you don't let the anger out. And it really is, I think, just for me telling myself, okay, this is a place where there's room for this. If it's just me alone in my house and I'm doing a voice note to myself, mm-hmm. just expressing, I'm like, okay, this mm-hmm. is, no one's going to hear this. Really honestly, here's what I'm mad about. And listening back to that, I know, I think I even said this on the last episode about <laughs> listening back to voice notes or reading journals <laughs> yeah, back. But yeah, when I listen back to my voice notes of what I'm specifically angry about, I can hear it like a friend and I can be like, oh yeah, that's completely justified. Yeah, I don't have to, I can stand tall in my anger because mm. often it is I justified. I mean, in my anger because often it is justified. <laughs> yes. Okay. Often is justified. Yes. I hear you talk about things that are yes. infuriating and I'm yes. like angry for you. <laughs> Yes, in a way are. that I'm able to be for myself when I mm. can hear my own voice say it back. Wow. Hearing your own voice say it back. These are true gems. Um, wow. And Cancer season. So right now, Mercury, the planet of communication, is in Cancer. Mars, the planet of action, is in Cancer until July 1st. And then on June 21st, we'll have the solstice, which is the beginning of Cancer season. So honestly, Cancer is all about intuition, sensitivity, being in tune with yourself. Even if hearing all of this makes you cringe, especially if hearing all this makes you cringe, doing a little bit of work on this at a time no need to overwhelm yourself and dive into deep soul work or shadow work immediately just know that the curiosity even just listening to podcasts such as these mean that your soul naturally is interested in like getting to know itself more and the more you do get to know yourself the more you recognize the voice in your head that is your I don't even want to call it higher self it's just a self that's been there all along wanting to see you thrive and telling you that you already are thriving that voice is going to become more and more present and I know that often it's hard for us to trust our intuition because we hear so many different perspectives uh, and the voice inside our head can sometimes vary and not always be consistent in the way it we speak to ourselves honestly um and I think as we spend more time with ourselves or as we are intentional with who we surround ourselves with especially during retrograde season um I think the voice inside of us will make its presence more felt but I do have to admit that I have been doing a lot of work on this throughout the past few years and that's why I feel like my voice is more for the most part pushing me forward in a I wouldn't even say positive but uh you know a very transformative way but I am aware that some people's voice inside of their minds may be more self-destructive and I have my moments with self-destructive thoughts too but if consistently you feel like the voice inside of your head and inside of yourself is not supporting you that goes back to what you were saying India about the reconditioning and I have to say even reconditioning it is a privilege to be able to have the time to do that I think about the majority of people it is wow it really is Wow, that there are levels to this. There's levels. Yeah. I have to say, this is why. Wow, I just had a mind burst. Yeah. Um, I'm this grateful. Is, yeah. 
yeah wow i i what's funny is that even when it's a privilege and people don't always have the time to do all of this work they do it in other ways by rebelling against systems that oppress them or yeah. or at least even calling them out and so uh, there are power in numbers. Yeah. So there's more of us that are awakened to the basically human psychology and understanding the way the brain works and the way you can program the brain is one of the biggest ways to control people. So more and more of us are understanding this and therefore our powers of being able to choose how we use our brains are intensifying. We were talking about discipline in India. We were talking about structure. It, and that's that Capricorn energy. So you have Capricorn rising. How are you feeling with Saturn and Pluto both retrograde in Capricorn? Saturn, the planet of challenge. Pluto, planet of transformation. Mm. How are you feeling this retrograde season? I feel... Mm. Sorry. It's just a washing over me. I know. It is. These are good <sighs> questions. It's so healing. Yeah. This is intense. This retrograde is so... <laughs> I mean, we're going through it, but I'm we so are. proud of us. Yeah, I'm so proud of us. This retrograde season, I'm thinking a lot about transforming my relationship to the business side of the artistic things that I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning ways that my different abilities can empower each other at the same time in new ways. Yes. Which is a lot of transform. Yeah. Because I'll have this initial feeling that's connected to an experience I had when I was much younger. And it's, it doesn't have to be that situation again. I have so, many, so much more language now and self-awareness and self-respect and self-love yes that i'm i'm transforming my relationship to structure and discipline and it feels very purposeful because yeah i think there's been I, i've associated that with things that aren't worthy of my time mm-hmm. <laughs> is that a mm-hmm. that feels like a shady thing to no. say no 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 it's a 2020 ascension thing you guys because i have to tell you one thing eventually robots are going to take over most of the jobs. So you have to think of the kind of life you want to live creatively. Do you want to spend your time traveling? Do you want to, you know, go eat different food? Do you want to cook different food? Think about what you do love to do and start giving more time to that. Yeah. Because whether you like it or not, certain things are just about to be automated away soon. And I... I don't know why I keep feeling compelled to mention Andrew Yang and all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I really think I need to hit up his campaign team and just be like, let me be your official astrologer. Oh, yeah. um, but I do resonate with his Capricorn energy um, of what India was saying of like, come up with a game plan that makes sense, that feels good and live it out. Go ahead. You know your worth. And Andrew Yang is basically like, dude, we can give every American... 18 and up a thousand dollars a month and that will allow them to be more creatively free to do exactly what they want and not feel chained to certain systems like come on so that's just one idea but that's the 2020 ascension that i was talking about abundance mentality and i think saturn is like so jupiter is all about abundance 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 and saturn and pluto are both like okay (laughs) but calm down what's your game plan shadi yeah what's your foundation shadi yeah what you doing? And it might push you too. It might be like, you need to figure it out specifically. Specifically. Yeah.
within reach soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a nudge. But then there's a perfectionist aspect of Capricorn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, Got to get it right. Energy. You have to do it the right Exactly. Way. The getting it right and not taking shortcuts is big. But then I was talking to you about how Jupiter and Sagittarius has me feeling so many things about like the different things I could be doing, the paths I could be taking, opportunities that are here. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's true that I've probably put more on my plate than I needed. And so Jupiter retrograde, I'm feeling tremendously because I'm realizing that I want to breathe easy even more. I've already created ways to breathe easy, but I want to be even more intentional about what's in my space and what I'm breathing in the first place. Mm -hmm. I want to breathe more in general, just be more intentional about my breathing and do less. I keep getting signs to do less, but to do it more intentionally. So Jupiter retrograde has taught me that. And I know I'm not alone. I know a lot of the sky mates on tour and when I'm writing in the horoscopes can relate to this. So that push and pull of fire and earth energy, the fiery Jupiter and Sag, and then the grounded Capricorn. And then let's not forget Uranus and Taurus. I'm so curious to know how it's affected you so far. Uranus is a planet of surprise and change. And ever since March 6th, 2019, it entered Taurus and it's going to remain there until 2026 so for the next seven years and Uranus usually isn't necessarily super comfortable in Taurus because it's all about speed it's the planet of like spontaneity and the unknown and all of that and Taurus is more usually tends to prefer predictability or consistency and routine and the step-by-step approach so it's an interesting energy where we're being challenged to push ourselves out of our comfort zone and be open to being surprised in different ways than we ever expected. So I personally have felt it a lot because I'm a Scorpio and Taurus is my opposite sign of the Zodiac. So it's in my partnership and my partnership sector. So all kinds of connections, friendships, romantic, professional, all kinds of friendships and connections are being transformed for Scorpios in particular that everybody is feeling Uranus and Taurus. And I think, I I, I don't even know if I have the words for it right now. Honestly, you had said at the beginning before about how it was like a roller coaster and you didn't know where it was going to take you. And I do feel exactly like that's what it is. How are you feeling? Wow, yeah. (laughs) I began, um, well, I've been working on it a long time, but this phase of a a passion project I'm working on. I began working on it around the time Uranus moved into Taurus. Mm-hmm. And it's just been a super educational ride of stepping into roles I didn't mm-hmm. know that I could fill, but I totally can. Yes, you can. <laughs> and I am. <laughs> You better watch out, y'all. Get prepared. Just, y'all. <laughs> That's all I can say. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Thank Whoa. you, love. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just, I'm like, wow, okay, I can trust myself to feel a little like I'm dangling off the mm-hmm. cliff a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm like on the trapeze a little bit. But it's cool 
I'm cool. You are cool. <laughs> I'm staying in motion. And yeah, it's surprising to discover these new things about myself. I think yes, that's how it feels the that's most. That's so well put. Wow. This is what it feels like to have a soul sister, guys. I get to see her and like have mirrors and reflections. And then she speaks all this truth. I'm like, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> I'm discovering so much. I'm being reborn every day. Yeah. And every it's day. a mindfuck for sure. Yeah. Every single day. Honestly, honestly, with every breath, it's wild how much we and we think about just all of our body and how our body regenerates. And there's so many things, the cells in our body. And, you know, it just when we, when we connect to nature, our journey starts to make more sense. And I think Uranus and Taurus does amplify nature and our need to connect to it mm -hmm. i was saying this in the la astro workshop although we should definitely be rightfully you know worried about the condition of earth and uh very watchful and aware of what we consume on earth and how we can best take care of it i do not want everyone to hopelessly believe that everything is over i want you to remember that earth regenerates it regenerates when we regenerate so i i feel very very happy to see that many people are starting to do this work and are continuing work that has been done since the beginning of time and amplifying the the need to regenerate ourselves so as we regenerate ourselves i know there's always something that we do that affects you know the environment and that affects the world around us. So just focus step by step on one thing that you're intentionally doing that not only helps you feel better, but helps earth feel better. So if that's literally planting seeds and planting more trees in your garden with someone um, as an activity that helps you bond and connect, that would be very Uranus and Taurus and it would help us with this more restless energy. I like to walk around barefoot and togo and connect with the earth that way mm. i also like going to the beach a lot and just watching the waves so just connect with the earth because it the energy is so heightened and the evolution and ascension is so profound that it can be sometimes disorienting also india remember when we were talking about the fact that there are times where seeds as they turn into plants they they're going through it when yes. a seed has to bud and that might sometimes feel like retrograde season yeah but it doesn't mean you're not gonna bloom super bright yeah. and glorious yeah we were literally looking at plants yeah someone that brought flowers to the event mm -hmm. like a couple of the lilies were a little bit bruised but were starting to bloom anyway uh -huh. and now they're being nursed to health but they really are yeah it's it's very retrograde season to feel in the feeling in the hurt and taking the step that transforms it wow. and ending a pattern. I think that that's what this can be. Yes. Uh, also be aware, you know, <sighs> of the labels and roles and expectations that we place on others because during retrograde season, people from our past ex-lovers, partners, friends, family members, coworkers, acquaintances can sometimes reemerge. Make sure that you're not reacting just from whatever your immediate response is. It's often an unconscious response to a certain way that you feel you have to treat them. 
it's ingrained in our subconscious but part of reprogramming is to try to treat every experience like a new experience and release the expectation that you have based on who they were before. You can still have a protective boundary, of course, based on who they were before, but definitely you'd be in the present moment with them mm-hmm. and make sure that when they're talking, you're listening to what they're saying now and that you're not sprinkling a tone of what they've said before. As It's much easier said than done, and it's something I'm literally reminding myself of so that I can follow this advice too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is a big part of, I think, reprogramming your brain because we do evolve and I've been at different phases of my life that maybe I was more immature or I could have communicated better and you know I would want to be judged for who I am now um in the present moment but not even judged but just seen really yes seen Uh, and of course we can see and still it can confirm a past pattern don't get me wrong that can still definitely happen just make sure you're showing up now and as much as you can release your your initial reactions to someone based on how you've been previously programmed to react so Mm -hmm. this takes practice and i i think it it takes a little more of a diving into uh, the way our subconscious brain works as well so I, I guess we might have to go deeper into this in future podcasts but I do think that that's a key to helping us heal and not repeat the same patterns because I think people have been frustrated when they see that the same patterns repeat and sometimes it causes them to think I see people comment things like you know I've tried to open up but it never works out so like I think that's our subconscious brain telling us that as a way to protect ourselves because if you do try to be vulnerable I guess what what is the universe trying to teach us if you are vulnerable but it doesn't seem to work out the way you were hoping it's so painful it can be so painful Mm -hmm. and it's I think it's a process of moving toward relationships that feel more balanced because I mean, you can't make someone be there for you the way you need them to be there. It's really great if they can do that. And it's important to communicate what you need and what you hope for. But to be stuck in the same dance with someone of expectation or with different people, I think, yeah, it's probably important to consider what's in that pattern that keeps attracting you. There's some feeling of lack, probably, that yes. is connecting to mm-hmm. the exploitive dynamic thing popping up again. Mm-hmm. But it's really, it can feel very lonely and scary to pull back because it sometimes can feel like you'd rather be in something crappy than by yourself. Yes, yes. Wow, that's very deep. That is often some the reason that it can be hard or familiarity yeah sometimes there's plenty of love and the connection is there but something just doesn't feel right sometimes there's so many nuances where it's like you just feel like you your soul is telling you you need to try something else and so for a lot of people i would say allow yourself to try because when you do things that are it doesn't always have to be so permanent. So if you just tell yourself, of course, there's a possibility if you let someone go that they could move on, get with someone else and you'll never be with them again. I'm not going to lie. That definitely could happen. But also it could be that through having that space, you give yourself whatever you need in this moment 
hopefully they can also go through their own journey at the, uh, and be where they need to be. And if you're meant to reconnect, you will. Um, so it, I do think Jupiter in Sagittarius is amplifying this need to break free of roles and rules. And so is Uranus and Taurus. We're going to break free of the fact that we care too much about what other people think of us. Yes. What people think of our relationships, what people think mm -hmm. of our love life, of what we do, how we live. It's currently Pride Month. And I have to say, I really have to shout out the LGBTQ community because they inspire me to break out myself and break free out of any kind of labels and societal standards that I might succumb to unconsciously or consciously. Mm -hmm. It takes courage and it takes an authentic understanding of oneself and love for oneself. Mm -hmm. And so another theme this retrograde season, even if people come back and you're very, very connected to them and you're very grateful that they're back, and even if people don't come back, if there are breakups and you have to release and it, it's painful and it feels like the end of the world, which are valid feelings, you ultimately want to figure out what you can learn from this experience so that no matter what happens next in your love life, your love for yourself is still very strong and you're understanding that you are your first lover and that you haven't gone anywhere. Mm is like some major comfort even while mourning or letting go or releasing or transforming a relationship. So a lot of transformation is happening in relationships, a lot of shakeups that you didn't expect, and it will continue to throughout these next few months. An eclipse is coming. So India, I was thinking we were talking about the seed that was planted and how you know, as it's becoming and budding into a flower, it must be like, what is going on? And it's just dark <laughs> yeah. and it's kind of scary and it's, it's lonely confusing and it's in almost there. depressing. And it's, yes, I don't know. But then what comes once it buds? Oh my gosh, just magic and beauty and expression and light. And light. Yes. yes. So I was thinking the eclipse that's coming in July, mid-July is in Capricorn, uh, a full moon lunar eclipse and it's the six month culmination of the new moon eclipse that we had the solar eclipse at the beginning of 2019 january 2019 mm. what do you think you know we can sometimes feel the effects of an eclipse a month before we sometimes feel it a month after and we often feel it around the same week of the eclipse mm -hmm. but how how do you since it's in capricorn it's a pretty significant eclipse and it represents culmination mm -hmm. and things going full circle but it also since it's an eclipse r represents rapid change um and the unexpected or things that needed to be seen coming to the surface mm. <laughs> so how can we best navigate or prepare for eclipse energy because i think when people aren't prepared they might feel like their whole life is shaken up and even if you're prepared you might feel that but i feel like you have perspective mm -hmm. No, nothing to fear, once again, because we all experience eclipses. All humans have experienced eclipses, uh, unless you just were born. Shout out, human, <laughs> who just was born recently. You're cool. You're cool. Welcome. Welcome, Welcome to the planet. It's actually chill here. <laughs> Things can be chill here if we want to. It can be. Depends on the vibration. Yeah. Thank you for your vibration. <laughs> we appreciate your contribution. Thank you. The kids of the future. Little babies <laughs> of the world. <laughs> I hate that tangent. <laughs> But yes, um, how do you feel about eclipse coming up, like the, the Capricorn eclipse that's mm. coming up in July? And do you, what do you think it means for the second half of 
2019? I think that this eclipse coming up, it's been, it has felt like a shadowy time, just retrograde season. And I think so much of the, I've been very protective of myself and I haven't really been very social. Like <laughs> I've been with like my guy and I like catch up with my chosen family, but I've been very focused um, mm -hmm. on the work I'm doing in my career, but also work I'm doing to heal and make space for parts of my inner child that have needed space to heal and giving myself that. The eclipse in a month, it feels like a time of being ready to allow my recent healing to interact with the world more. And yes. I don't have to be so overly protective. Wow. I can let it interact and grow and yeah. Wow. I love that. I really, 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 really love that. And uh, I have to say, I hope we all can apply that advice to our lives to open up more because, yeah, it's, a, it's an eclipse in Capricorn, which is all about hard work and discipline. And, and uh, I think that maybe the universe is telling us since, you know, the full moon lunar eclipse represents closure. The universe is like, you've been working. You've been doing the work. Mm -hmm. You need to let yourself play, especially since it's basically taking place right before Leo season begins. And Leo is all about play and adventure. And then August is going to be really transformational because Jupiter retrograde will end in, on August 11th. So I feel like this eclipse is telling us, of course, continue to be aware of your goals and take the step-by-step -step approach, but also stop being so hard on yourself because look how far you've come. So honestly, you have come a lot. You've come a long way since the beginning of 2019. Even if you're still at the process of being a seed that's been planted and that you can't see that you're about to sprout, the second half will show you that you are and that uh, when the caterpillar morphs into a butterfly it's probably like what the fuck? <laughs> that's an insane trip moment of like <laughs> here we go and just have fun in the process honestly just allow yourself to take yourself a little less seriously it's easier said than done because there's a lot of serious energy out here um and some of us are more serious signs, but invite more play in your life this second half of 2019. And because Uranus is in Taurus and Jupiter is in Sagittarius, I don't even want to give too many deep like predictions of the next few months because I, I think we're really going to be the screenwriters and producers and directors. It's going to be very fun. It's going to feel dreamy. It's sometimes going to feel intense because of the Saturn and Pluto Capricorn energy. But ultimately, Jupiter is telling us to expand our hearts and our consciousness. And then Uranus and Taurus is telling us to build connections intentionally and live a life that feels good. Make decisions based on what feel good. Mm -hmm. And also to stop giving a fuck about labels, societal expectations, mm -hmm. all kinds of judgments that we allow to sometimes paralyze us from doing what we actually want. So that needs to go. 
let's hope that that's so 2019 by the time we get to 2020 it's like i'm just me shoddy yeah this is me and i change every moment remember when i cared yeah exactly back then that was a thing i used to care yeah. <laughs> how how strange of a thing i would have done is care but now i'm free yes i am free wow so i knew this was going to be cathartic um so I, I just want to wish everybody a wonderful solstice. I, I know the Sag full moon is coming up, too, on the 17th of June. So use this midpoint of the year to visualize yourself. Honestly, first express gratitude for where you are and how far you've come and what you're manifesting and what you've overcome, what you're learning and how you're growing and expanding. And then honestly understand that this is just the beginning so have fun envisioning what it feels like to continue this process and to feel supported and loved and respected and cared for and have your boundaries met and expressed with ease and if you take your time to visualize yourself feeling good living good eating good being paid super well and uh, just thriving whatever way makes you feel good the universe is going to start showing you signs. And like India was saying, your voice is going to be speaking to you. Right, Indy? Yeah. And you, you can respond in, in new ways. <sighs> you can respond like you love yourself, like you respect yourself. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, yeah, if you all needed a little pick-me-up about retrograde season and you were deep in the fields, first know that you're not alone. We're all going through it. But we're all blooming, too, remember? Like, literally go outside and look at the trees and remember that they... Oh, my God, one of my followers got one of my words tatted on her. I I wrote in the Scorpio horoscope, You were once a seed. Now look at you. And she got that Oh, my God, I missed that. That's incredible. So shout out. I appreciate that. Like, dang. Thank you once again to everybody who's been supporting the podcast. Uh, those of you who have podcast ideas, hit up India. India, what's the best way to hit you up? There's an Instagram for Electric Butter that mm-hmm. will be tagged on the Instagram and stuff. Yes. But I'll put the information in the description. Yeah, so send them a DM. Yeah. Email them and get your projects off the ground. Let me know if I should come to your city. I'm going to plan a more fall 2019 tour mostly africa and europe uh maybe asia mm, honestly just let me know where i should come and i will try to make it happen so you can email me um, i will also put my email in the info box and you can also follow me on instagram at dosavia d-o-s-s-e-v-i-a and send me a dm telling me First, if you have like a cool collaboration idea, I want to support my followers. So if you have a venue or a studio in a different city or you think you can connect me with someone who does, just let me know. It's it's time for us to just connect and keep vibrating together. Mm-hmm. Also, since it's the midpoint of the year, 
India and I, we wrote a 2019 cosmic guide for all zodiac signs and it's 50% off. So you can see what happened in the first half of the year and how the transits will help you this next half of the year. So you can go to knowthezodiac.com backslash shop and we'll also share the link below and uh, get your digital cosmic guide for 2019. I also offer bird chart readings, phone and Skype consultations, uh, and other forecasts on the site. So check it out. Keep supporting Black women. <laughs> and uh, thank you so thank much. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, India. This is so magic. I knew it was going to be magic, but this was like magic for <laughs> real, for real. So healing. Alrighty, I'll see you guys next time. I'll see Skymates. This is my reprogramming. I always say you guys, but my beautiful Skymates, gender neutral. Yeah. <laughs> also, please make sure to rate and review the podcast. Let us know what you love about Know the Zodiac and share with your friends we are on apple Podcasts, spotify overcast and soundcloud basically anywhere that you can find podcasts shout out to india for that i appreciate you i appreciate you yeah so definitely let us know what you love what you want to hear more of yeah and exciting goodies are gonna come soon in the second half of the year where we're gonna dive deeper into different aspects of astrology and our chart that you may not necessarily fully know or that you might want to know more about so i'm going to use the podcast experience to share more concepts so stay tuned for that i appreciate you have a wonderful wonderful experience on earth see you next time